Welcome to the Bitcoin.com weekly news recap for September 24, 2021. My name is Michael Coombe and on this week's show, we're looking at regulation, regulation, regulation. The SEC is coming down on multiple players in the crypto community and responses from big names such as Ryan Selkis of Masari, Coinbase. So we're going to be diving into that today. Let's look at the headlines. So Coinbase abandons plans to launch its Lend program. Ripple has no plans to settle with the SEC over XRP. Crypto values nosedive amid global market meltdown and $2 billion worth of unpeeled casaceous Bitcoins left active. So guys, if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. Each week we do a deep dive into latest and greatest crypto news stories, bringing you valuable insights ideas, opinions. So if you're not subscribed, you're going to miss out. Finally, one more favor before we jump into the news. Please smash that thumbs up button. It really helps us out. We're trying to grow the show. We're trying to share the amazing world of cryptocurrencies with as many people as we can. It takes a split second. So we really appreciate if you take even just a little bit of value from the show. Please hit that thumbs up button. It really helps us out. So let's jump into our first story today. And that's Coinbase abandoning its plans to launch a Lend program. So for those who watched last week's show, we mentioned that Coinbase were handled, handed a Wells notice earlier this month, which is basically a notification of impending legal action. And for its part, Coinbase maintained the SEC told us they consider Lend to involve a security, but wouldn't say why or how they'd reached that conclusion. Coinbase being one of the top exchanges in the world, one of the top on ramps for new users, they're NASDAQ listed, and they are generally do a really good job with regulators around the world. It's kind of surprising to, to see this fallout between the SEC and Coinbase. Now, what is Lend and, and uh, what, did, what did Coinbase say about it being cancelled? Lend is a program that was first revealed in June as a system of earning interest on USDC coin, um, USD coin, right? USDC with rates more than 50 times the national average of a traditional savings account. So is the reason that the SEC are coming so hard, coming down so hard on the Coinbase about its Lend program because it's 50 times better than a traditional financial institution are offering. Is that potentially something? I don't know. I'm just, just pointing that out. So in an announcement on Friday, September 17th, the company noted the official cancellation of Lend our goal is to create great products for our customers and to advance our mission to e increase economic freedom in the world as we continue our work to seek regulatory clarity for the crypto industry as a whole. We've made the difficult decision to not launch the USDC APY program. So some sad news, really, really sad news, obviously innovation being stifled by regulation here. Um, is it in the best interest of the consumer? What do you guys think? Is the SEC protecting or are they harming innovation? Are they protecting the consumer? Are they harming innovation? As always, we love to hear your thoughts um, in the comment section below. So, so, you know, trouble with the SEC notwithstanding, Coinbase have filed to offer derivatives and futures trading with the National Futures Association, NFA, last week. The company is also in the midst of raising $2 billion by the way of selling bonds and announced Monday the launch of Coinbase Prime a platform for institutional investors with updated capabilities. So while Lend was an important part of some of the innovations Coinbase are, are, are bringing to the table, it's not the only thing they're doing. So not all is lost. They're, they're still moving forward with some exciting things. Do you use Coinbase? What do you think about them? 
yeah, share your, share your thoughts on the comments below. We love to read them. I personally read all your comments. So I'm interested to see what you guys say below. So let's jump into our next story here. Ripple has no plans to settle with the SEC over XRP. So what we've got here is chairman of the SEC, Gary Gensler, meeting an equally stubborn force in Brad Garlinghouse and Ripple. So according to reports, Ripple's legal team recently told Fox Business it does not plan to settle its ongoing lawsuit with the US Securities and Exchange Commission. And uh, we've got a Fox senior business correspondent, Ch Charles Gasparino, tweeted out this, I'll throw it up on the screen. As someone who saw the internet grow and crash and grow again, I would say this to the XRP community. The future of XRP and Ripple won't be decided by the SEC. It will be decided by the efficacy of the product that it will overcome that of the product that will overcome idiotic enforcement efforts if it's the real thing. As Bitcoin News previously reported, the SEC sued Ripple Labs, its CEO Brad Garlinghouse and co-founder Chris Larson in December of last year. This was a very big thing, you know, very, very public thing. It tanked the price of XRP um, and really divided the crypto community. One half was like, you know what, XRP is so separate. It was handled in a completely different way from the other cryptocurrencies out there. Yes, it should be regulated. Other people in the community were saying, you know what, this is setting a dangerous precedent and really exposes all the cryptocurrencies up to the same level of litigation, potentially crippling the, the entire cryptocurrency um, market. So it, it is definitely a really interesting story. Um, in January, Garlinghouse hinted the reason Ripple would not settle had to do with the desire to continue XRP community innovation, protect consumers and maintain orderly markets. So really, he wants to set that precedent. This is not okay and not fair. They've done nothing wrong. Now, the SEC's Gensler has claimed to be pro-crypto and consumer protection. There is skepticism due to ongoing investigation and speculation about conflicts of interest involving former SEC officials potentially benefiting from strategic regulation of specific crypto assets like Bitcoin. And another really interesting um, development to this story recently is Misari founder and CEO Ryan Selkis announced he's planning to run for US Senate in 2024 to go to war with the SEC, tweeting, enough talk, more war on our outer reg control regulatory state. According to Selkis, members of the SEC attended the Masari organized mainnet conference, didn't pay entry, and then issued an unnamed speaker at the conference a subpoena. Be sure to check out this story on Bitcoin.com news for the full scoop. So things are heating up in terms of regulation. Gary Gensler has been very outspoken on cryptocurrencies generally. Um, you know, and, and these key players such as Ryan Selkis, Brad Garlinghouse, um, they're firing back. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. What do you think about this regulation? What do you think about Ryan Selkis running uh, for US Senate here? This is, this is super interesting. Post your comments in the section below. So it wouldn't be a weekly news recap without talk about prices. On Sunday, prices of Bitcoin BTC were 48,000 and within 24 hours had dipped 10% to 42,000 and below and they continued to crash there for a little while. They've recently recovered. If I check the prices right now, we'll throw some graphs up on screen. We can see the 44,000. Ethereum also 
followed uh, Bitcoin and, and crashed below 3,000. Now it's above 3,100. So things seem to have recovered a bit. But what brought on this this economic turmoil? Because it wasn't just the cryptocurrency prices that were crashing. We had stocks falling. We had speculation about the real estate markets crashing. There were two key reasons. One of them was news of economic turmoil um, with Secretary of the US Treasury Janet Yellen warning about a debt ceiling fallout for the US government. And then over in China, this foreboding news of China's Evergrande stocks dropping like a brick put a real damper on the global markets, as I mentioned. Um, people have drawn comparisons to it being similar to the Lehman Brothers collapse in 2008. Evergrande, I know they're a property development company, I believe, and they've built tons of high rises that are sitting empty. They took on a lot of debt and apparently defaulting on some of their loans. So this is causing a lot of instability and insecurity in, in the broader financial markets. So what do you think about this, guys? Do you think this might cause a stock market to crash, cryptocurrency market to crash, and real estate market to crash? Post your thoughts in the section below. It does have some shadowy reminiscence to the 2008 Lehman Brothers crash, that's for sure. So, and we've got a tweet here. The problem with Evergrande and China's property bubble is it's all Keynesian solutions. Liquidity injections and bailouts have already happened. It's not an issue of liquidity, but of solvency. So an interesting take there. So in our final story here, $2 billion worth of unpeeled, cassaceous physical Bitcoins left active. So in hard, uncertain financial times, like the, the, the ones that we live in, people want hard assets. And these cassaceous coins are really interesting. They are now illegal to mint physical Bitcoins originally created by a guy called Mike Caldwell. And uh, they are, remain unpeeled. That is, they still have their tamper-resistant holographic sticker concealing their private keys in place. And as of September 18th, now only 20,000 of the original 27,920 physical coins remain loaded with about 43,000 BTC. So the Cassatius collectibles, they were created from 2011 to 2013, take the form of coins and bars. So you've got these physical coins and bars with private keys stuck on them, many unpeeled. And um, they're, they're illegal to be winted now because Caldwell was actually told by the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network that he was not registered as a money transmitter. So you've got about 20,000 of these left out there. And the coins now actually, even though some of them have been redeemed, still hold value as collectibles. Um, on websites such as eBay, um, a loaded silver cassaceous physical Bitcoin with 0.1 BTC is selling for $20,000 today. And a rare unloaded set of 125 cassaceous physical Bitcoins made of aluminium is selling for 5,000. So it's definitely interesting, this whole idea of NFTs, collectibles, um, physical Bitcoins, physical cassaceous um, Bitcoins. People still love this. It's collectible. Is it a piece of history? What do you think, guys? Would you ever buy something like this? Post it in the comment section below. And finally, when it comes to value, it's clear to see that banks and regulators are not always reliable. So if it's a private crypto vault that you want that lets you send, receive, store and trade Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin and Ethereum, all without interference from a third party. And now with new ERC-20 integration, go ahead 
and grab the, um, the Bitcoin.com wallet. You can get it at wallet.bitcoin.com. It's fast, it's free, it's fantastic. You can share cryptocurrency and Bitcoin cash through links. It's a great way to onboard friends, quickly demonstrate the power of cryptocurrency. It's completely free. You can use it on the web. You can also use a mobile version as well. Highly recommend checking it out. What have you got to lose in that sense? So definitely go ahead, wallet.bitcoin.com. Go check it out today. A really interesting week overall. We've got the Casatius physical Bitcoins. We've had Coinbase land cancel, Ripple not backing down, and then all amongst this economic turmoil, Evergrande and uh, you know Bitcoin prices crashing, um, now recovered. What does next week hold? Who knows? Come see us next week, guys. Stay subscribed and uh, we will see you very, very soon.